BTG Nation, here we are, back at it for the last of the three-part series. This is episode 23, and we're going in with our life coach segment. Let's get it. Um, and then that leads us into uh, a new space. We call this life coach, right? Um, <laughs> coach and I, well, and it starts with me as a player. And as a young teen and having Coach King, Uncle Roe, Coach Vest, Coach Honore, Coach Chucky, um, a bunch of different people around uh, that were influences and that were helping me grow through life. And now I see myself in that space to where we're in a part of the world where coaches or trainers or anything, they're really like babysitters to an extent, right? You know, they're an activity. They, they kids were dropped off there, left there for an hour, maybe an hour thirty or two, and then picked back up. Yep. And whereas for us, you know, this business that we chose to go into was a choice. You know, like this dedication to enriching someone else's life is a choice because we do have options, right? We're not in a space to where. Um, if money starts to become an issue, we don't have any other option. You know, we can go teach, we can go start this, we can go do that. We're multifaceted. And because of basketball, we've been able to to grow and do those things. But also because of basketball, we chose to use this sport to change lives yep. and to help people grow through life because that's what we had when we were growing up. So, you know, there are different times when you and I are talking, whether it's in between training sessions or um, in between a water break or maybe you got a wild YouTube video you sent or maybe I talked to some guy and it sparked something. And we usually have these moments where it's like we're talking about life. And so this segment that we bring into you is called Life Coach. Um, and we're just going to talk about some things that we've had pop up in different conversations with different people. Um, and some some we have discussed, some we haven't. But one of the first things that is something that I was working on, and then I had a young buck call me, was asking, uh, crazy enough, it was EJ, younger brother, right? One of my former teammates, wow. younger brother called me, uh, sent me a message and was like, yo, yeah, like, I want to rap to you. Um, so I got married and he's like, yo, I know you. <laughs> I, like, how did you get to that point where you were like, all right, I'm going to, this is the woman that I want to be with the rest of my life. And I'm going to take that responsibility of being, you know, a man and everything else. One of the things I told him was, is like, yo, you got to work on you. Yep. And the one thing I do notice is that like with podcasts and things now, everybody's kind of regurgitating the same shit. Everybody's saying the same stuff and they saying it's surface level. But he asked me a question. He's like, ah, that's it. I got to work on me. He said, but bro, what does that mean? And it had me think and was like, yo, that's a that's a good question. What does that mean? You know, like if if you tell a young buck to work on himself or young lady to work on herself, like how would you map that out for him? Because, you know, now you got to give somebody like almost a step by step play on how to do that. How would you tell somebody to work on you? Like, or how would you say to put together a soft plan? Well, let's go back. You say you got to give everybody a play by play. Almost. um instructional kit in terms of what to do because everybody's so used to things being given to them now. Mm. There's not as much um, ambition to go seek out 
um, information. No like, encyclopedia. Go the extra mile. Yeah, like <laughs> you don't know about that. Like, man, those things were heavy. Um, you know, I always look at it like working on you is finding out what makes you tick, what makes you happy, hmm. because ultimately. You can't impact somebody's life positively if you're not happy. Hmm. And if you don't know what makes you happy, you don't have any any goals in life. You don't dream. You don't um, you don't have any quick victories that you can you can uh, achieve during the day in terms of like little things that just get you through that put a smile on your face. Mm-hmm. Then it's it is going to be very hard to to be in a union with somebody and make them happy, or even possibly. Um, be successful in a career yeah. or be a, a successful teammate because you just don't know what it is you want. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. So people have to seek that out. You know, for me, you know, um, you know, some of my little victories throughout the day is after a, a long, strenuous day of work, which is every day, if I can sit down and, you know, and hear some some good music, you know, and I got, you know, maybe a drink, you know, my favorite donuts or something, I can sit back and just relax. Mm-hmm. That's a small victory for me that makes me happy and keeps me content so I can continue my journey to to find my overall happiness. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but some people don't know that. Yeah. You know, and um, that's you know, seeking seeking what you truly desire is is really hard for some yeah. people. And, that, and that's one aspect, right, yep. of, of knowing how to... Um, it's like maintenance, self-maintenance, yep. right? And now to the other side of that, you know, every off-season, we got to work on a weakness, yep. right? It's like this year, I was terrible going to my left of my pull-up. So all the summer, I'm going to make sure I, I put 500 extra each day there, right? But how do you identify? Because you got to work on you. That means you got to work on what's not good, right, right? Right, So how have you identified or been able to identify a weakness or maybe somebody pointed it out for you and you didn't know how did you react to it and then what did you do to take care of it well for me um i i give i've I've said this before one of my one of my glaring weaknesses is that um i don't trust anybody Mm. and the reason i don't trust anybody just because from an early age i've had people say one thing and they do something else yeah and so um and in order for me to find out that was a weakness of mine, I've looked, I've had to look back and see that people that are no longer, some people that are no longer in my life or some other opportunities that I may have had that were unsuccessful and I have to look at why they were unsuccessful. And that may be because maybe I didn't trust in someone else to help me with something or maybe I didn't trust in someone enough to confide in them and give myself um, a platform to um, get things off my chest and have somebody give me feedback, um, to give me their point of view. And so for me, it's, it's, it's my, every summer, you know, every New Year's I say, I have to make sure I open up to people a little bit more. Because mm. I'm always, I'm overbearing. I'm always giving, giving, giving information. Yeah. And I ha- hardly ever receive, receive you know. Um, and I'll say this to you, you're one of the few younger guys that I know that I'll actually listen to 30% of what you say. That's just, that's just yeah. how I am. I'm, yeah. I'm stuck in my ways, um, but I've gotten better. Yeah. I've gotten better. You know, I'll take something that someone does or 
or what they say outside of my area and I'll take that and 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 put it in perspective but when when people are d- talking directly to me if I don't ask you for something mm. I, pr- I I zone out a lot of times yeah. so I got I've been trying to do better with that you know yeah. you've seen me in meetings yeah. where I get up and say mm-hmm. I got to go yes can you take care of this cuz I'm going to end up yeah. saying or doing something that is probably going to hurt us in the long run so um you know that's a time thing though cuz yeah. like if you the identified that and had the space to work on that when you were 30 might have been more willing to adjust a little bit right because now you're like at this age i ain't got time to be yeah I don't. <laughs> you know what I don't. I'm like I, I don't put in too much I time don't, yeah. so i'm not because you afforded yourself that so that's yeah. what makes it tough too because yeah. even for the older generation we're talking about bridging the gap i gotta work on me our younger groups gotta work on us but you when you get older it doesn't mean you stop right you still got to work on it. And you probably got to be even more intentional about it because you don't want to because you feel like, shit, I am who I am. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, so, no, that's cool. I I think, you know, I know one of the biggest things for me is, you know, I got like a small library in the apartment. Even I, I brought a lot of books with me from uh, from home and I brought a lot of new ones. And for secluding myself, Cause I was at a point where I was in grad school, um, and I was like, "All right, I'm in this space now to where I have the atmosphere and environment for me to work on the things that I know I'm struggling with, and then to learn how to work through them." Because some people talk about therapy, right? Um, I've never been to therapy, but one of the people professions that I'm close with, um, shout out to Deanna. You know, she comes from that environment. And then I was on a, um, a university campus. So they help point some things out that, you know, a lot of things we carry. And I'll say this, right? I met my wife when I was, what was I? I was 27 going on 28 or I had just turned 28. And she was 25 going on 26, right? And so when you think about this, from that point on, I spent 25, 26, 27 years of my life doing everything, like all my habits, everything that happened to me from a child on up, is that's what she sees, right? That's what she gets of me, is everything from that 27 years. Typically you get together, we've only been together three years, right? And 27 years of my stuff and my old habits, the old ways of me thinking, the old ways of me doing anything, the experiences I had, the traumas that I've had, that's what I carry with me, right? And so when I got to 25 and I had somebody kind of help me identify, I was like, yo, you're doing this because you're struggling with that. If I didn't take the time to sit and work with that, knowing that eventually I was going to work with somebody that I had to be able to trust, listen to, talk to, take some guidance from, then I wouldn't be able to take advantage of those opportunities. Right. So like, um, cause you spend more time away from that person, right? You thinking that maybe I can spend the next 27 years with her or him, whoever it is, if you're a woman listening and you're like, man, so I got to work on everything that I might've done wrong or I was taught wrong or all those things I went through. Cause the life that I lived is completely different from the life that she lived. Right. And then she got 25 years of experience that I'll never know right. or understand that may have created some things. So it's like I took a lot of time to read, do a whole lot of self-reflecting. But it's important now you talk about information age. You got to be careful where you're getting your information from. Yep. 
You know, because you know, we talked about it today with, um, you know, social media and there being more positive things out there. But now the, it's not as organic. That is an algorithm to where they're tailoring what you see, right? If you like certain things, if you do certain things, now they're going to make sure you see everything related to that and not necessarily what comes up at that time. And so you're not seeing what you need to see. So I took some time to seek out information. I asked, I was like, man, I'm not good at this. Where can I go and get this and, and do some reading and stuff? And so that way I kind of created a habit. Whenever I get stuck or I feel like I don't know what I'm doing, instead of me just sulking, I'm like, all right, there's an answer for this somewhere, right? And so I get into that space to where I was like, all right, I'm struggling with the marketing stuff. Like, ah, don't, we don't know. We need to figure it out. Well, I, I go search for something so I can see and get it. So working on you for me was identifying your struggles, your weaknesses, and then go, taking it into action, right? For some people, it may be therapy. For other people, it may be reading. But it doesn't mean isolation. Right. Because I know for me, I can... We're hoopers, right? And so sometimes we just get in the zone to where we just want to be in the gym. <laughs> we want to be around that environment, some competitive stuff. But then we want to be away. That's because basketball was our coping mechanism. But I was learning, and I told Young Buck, working on you doesn't mean you you go away from everybody. That that may change though. So you're yeah. young. You're young in the game in terms of teaching right now. Mm -hmm. Five more years of just teaching. Yeah. You might say I need to get away. Well, well, I'm saying get away from like those that you know, you, you got small, your inner circle, right? If we go, you know, big circle, like the guys that you'll kick it, catch a brew a brew with, yeah. watch the game, chill, yeah. it's all here. But to be working on you doesn't mean you have to completely separate yourself from every single body. But, Work, yes. But even even then, there's times where it's me. And my significant other, but we have to just get away. That's that, true. So that's that's that's, that's you, another point, though. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So you, down the road, yeah. you may say, um, "Me and my wife, we're going here, yeah, and we're away from everybody, but we will come back and we will spend time, break bread with our inner circle, whatever. Yeah. But we need a moment because we got to work on us. Yeah. Because, because now, now it's it's really not going to be just you. It's going to be. You, you, you know us so yeah um and that's that's a good point that you bring up because even within our marriage even though it's young um we need time apart yeah right like not like yo she goes to this side of where i go but like are you going to the gym today you're gonna get your nails done you're gonna go do this and that just so you can kick it get you know chill and for me i'm always thinking about something thinking about something trying to figure something out and she knows that and she knows sometimes i just need my space to where i'm i'm by myself just let him you know do what he's doing but if you don't work on you yeah. you can't communicate that because there's those moments where i don't feel like being bothered right and if she doesn't know why then she may feel like it's because of her Right. right. But it's like, nah, I just get into this moment to where I get really, really locked in. And it's like something that I feel like I'm missing. And I got to figure it out. And I just need this block of space yeah. for me. Right. And part of working on you has been able to identify that, you know, because you know when you both need to dip too. Yeah. yeah. So let's be clear on this for everybody. When, when Coach says she goes here, 
to on a trip with the girls, you know, a six hour flight away and you go with the boys six hour. No, nah, they ain't no, nah, mm. you don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Time away could be you're you're um, on one side of Dubai for evening, I'm on the other side for evening, you know, and and more so it means if you're in a relationship with somebody, you gotta you gotta make sure you get a place that has a separate space in that place. <laughs> you have to, because if if you've seen during COVID, there's so many people that broke up. Yeah, because you didn't really know them and then yeah. you found out you don't really like them. <laughs> right, and you didn't have any separation. So you gotta have, yeah. you know, if, if it's in the basement, that's his space, you know, the third floor, and the, the second floor, third bedroom is her space. It's gotta be some type of inner house, in-house separation just throughout the day that you can, you know, get away from each other because it it plays a part in your relationship. Crazy because we we just found our new apartment, Home Dealer, and it's two bedroom, big thing, so we can make a you know, some other stuff in it. It goes much bigger space. And she always like, Yeah, that's yours. <laughs> so we prepare for yeah. So that's definitely big time. But that's the type of things that you learn about yourself, right? Like understanding who you are, what moves you, what's important to you, uh, what you can't tolerate, what you will tolerate. And then that moves us into that second question, right? You working on you and you'll always be doing that because you never stop doing that, right? Because it's always a journey to grow and get closer and closer because none of us are perfect. But what's the best way to help others, you know, without being like my way is the best way or for me, I'm an older brother, and I'm an older brother who had to sometimes take on a role that felt like a father in some space, right? And I had to learn that I can give my suggestions, but he don't have to do what I say, right? Right. And so it went from me telling him and him not doing things and us fighting about it to me realizing, yo, he got to carry his own journey, walk his own walk, just like we all do. So the way you deliver your message is a little bit different. So right. what's so you've been doing it a lot longer than me with uh, kids from rich backgrounds, kids that aren't, kids that got both parents, kids that don't, like kids that are raising themselves. What's some of the best advice that you can give for that? Oh, man, you know, it varies case by case. You mm-hmm. know, well, kid by kid, I say case by case. Um, and I and I try to stick to a, a few things, and you know. You've been around me a long time, so you you'll be able to know that whether it's it's BS or not. But I always try to stick to a few things. One, um, lead. Hmm. I like to I like to lead by example. You know, I I can't preach about what you should or shouldn't be doing if I'm not if I'm not living a um, my life the right way. You know, and um, you know. I'm always, I let people, I let kids know, players know, whatever, that, you know, I make mistakes as well, but I try to lead a good life each day. And I'm consistent mm-hmm. with my message each time. You know, there's probably some key words or phrases that um, that don't even pertain to basketball, but that people that have been around me know that, yeah, that's coach. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, he said that for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I listen, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always, no matter what age someone is, you know, you know, six years old, you know, some of the older guys I had that were, you know, 32, 33, I listen, you know, and, and give honest feedback. You know, I don't sugarcoat anything. You know, honesty is is um is is best for people. So that way, 
they can kind of figure out, well, you know, it's not exactly what I wanted to hear. But, you know, what Coach was saying two weeks ago, it's it's what I needed, mm -hmm. you know. And so now I can make, I can make, you know, a better decision, you know, just because I'm, I have somebody being honest with me, such as you talked about some of the other academies. You know, if a kid isn't that good, yeah. you know, we're going to let you know that, hey, you're not that good yet. If you put forth the, you know, the effort, then, yeah, you can be really good. You have a lot of potential. Um, you know, I like to give examples mm. of my my failures. Um, and I rarely give examples of my successes. Because mm. I figure... Um, if someone's gonna really take what you say to heart, they'll be able to see your successes anyway, because it's something that you, you're successful every day in what you're doing. And I always believe in giving, 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 you know? And, and so, you know, I give a lot of my, a lot of my time to people, even when I, I may not feel like it, I may not have the time, but you know, I invest in people in that sense. I don't listen to a lot of people, especially those, but I invest in I invest in young people for sure. Mm. Yeah, that's that's big time. We gotta because a lot of that stuff, you doing that, and me seeing you do that, I do a lot of those same things, mm -hmm. right? And then an, another way is I ask like probing questions, right? I, I was learning to kind of help people lead people into them finding their answer themselves by just asking the right questions, having them dig a little bit deeper. Well, have you thought about it this way? Right. Or did you consider that and that to go with it and then help people? I think one of the biggest things that helped me and that I always reiterate to people is that like, what foundation do you use when you're making your decisions? What is it that's guiding you throughout this life? What is that be one thing that is solid and no matter what is going on, whether you're making a decision about just buying a house, making an investment, marriage, career, they gotta be the same foundation that identifies you, what you'll pass down to your your kin and your kids. And I always say, you gotta figure out what those, um, for the brand, right? If you're building a brand, they always say, what are your pillars? What are your five pillars that take care of your brand? Right, and I just worked on it because we worked on some things, and I put culture, community, and character for us at Who Mountain, right? Yeah. And so for for me, I always say, well, what helped? I talk to people and I say, what helped me make this decision is that I realized that every decision that I have to make and I'm going to make, it can't be based on a fleeting desire. It can't be based on money. It can't be based on something that's going to be temporary. It got to be based on something that are non-negotiable. And so I always say is my respecting tact. Can I trust this person? Right? Does it take away from anybody in my family? Right? Is my honor still intact? Right? Am I still who I am as a man? Am I gonna be in a leading position? If any of those things are compromised, then I'm not going. I'm not making that decision. Or if all of those check the box, then it's worth the fight. It's worth the wait. Right. So when you can identify what things are really non-negotiable for you, it'll make making those decisions a lot easier. Right. Because right? that's all an internal fight. It's not based on anybody else's thing. And so um, I get there and that leads into the next space to where when you figure out what foundation you want to set for yourself, 
Now you get to figure out what you want. You know, like what is it that you want in life now that you know, right? What is it that you value? And it's like, why is it important to identify that and build around it? And then what happens when you do that for you and for the people around you? And I'll say, for me, I figure out that time is most important to me, <laughs> right? Time, autonomy, right? And um, really that, time, autonomy, respect, right? And then teamwork, because that's something that's always been there, right? And then, you know, the personal things always there, but time and autonomy, big, big, big. Being able to control my time and not be under the guise of somebody else's stuff right. is huge. Like that's that's how I knew I couldn't work traditional space. And if I did have to do it, because sometimes we got sacrificed, it got an expiration date. Yep. So I had to figure out in between there what I'm gonna sacrifice in order for me to be that way. Right. Right. If if it's gonna have, if I have to work under somebody, it needs to be somebody that I trust. Mm-hmm and and love to be around and i believe in them then i'm okay with working under somebody but if i'm just taking orders from somebody that i don't uh, that doesn't have those qualities and it's a particular job that i may not have a passion for you mentioned having an expiration date <laughs> i i say it's got to be a well well paying job yeah. that will allow me to have an expiration date. Word. So if I have that then I'm okay cuz I know it's I know I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. But if it's something that um for example if it's something in Florida that I could have is for a job and I'm making x amount of dollars mm -hmm. and I don't really feel it, but I can go to Nevada, I can go to Cali, I can go to Washington and get the same job, I'm yeah. leaving. Right. Back. You know. See, that's important because you think about like um, it's keystones and it's milestones. Like there's little small victories along the way, little small things that, you know, that come and go to make it cook. And some people think like, yeah, I want access, yep. right? What does access mean? And then when you get that access and you see what's there and you see access doesn't come with anything tangible, you're like, ah, right, that's a keystone to get you some access. But what does that access lead to? Does it lead right. to the big milestone at the end to allow you to get the freedom that you want right right or some people want to be um like the black godfather right um connections with any and everybody because you know your social network is your currency at times right i can get anywhere and do anything because of who i know so maybe that's what your milestone is and that's what's important but it's important to identify those things because if you don't the people around you will start to deal with the consequences of that, your frustrations, yep. right? Like people never ever have the same energy for the people that cause them the trouble as they do their loved ones, right? right? Oh, that's, oh man, <laughs> I have that, whew, that drives me through the roof, man. Like, listen, there's some people in my family that know like that upsets me more than anything. You're giving me all that fire and brimstone, but that's that's the the gist of your problems over there. And we just smiling and herky jerky and yeah, all happy. I, I can't stand that. Man. And so if you can't identify what you want out of something, right? And you can't be like, does this meet my pillars of who I want to be? 
and you just floating around on there, you always going to feel uneasy about it. You always going to have a beef, right? But you're not going to have a leg to stand on. Right. Because you're not going to be able to say, how how can I justify saying I'm going to stay in Dubai and risk whatever else it is I'm risking not getting the money I may think I'll be able to make at the crib or being around the family. How can you justify making that decision if you don't have those other things already identified? Right. Right? And so now you're just floating around. You're bouncing job to job or maybe you're bouncing relationship to relationship or with social media era, you're listening to what somebody else defines as success and you're tabling that and saying maybe that's what success is for me too well the advantage you have um because i you were talking about you know what does it mean to work on you i i wrote down support team and certain mm. and so you have mentioned your mom coach roland your aau coaches which i knew which were good people um coach thomas mm-hmm. um, coach jones um, lisa um coach roland's wife on lisa you know you mentioned me you have a you have a damn good support team, yeah. Of guys that have different experiences in life, because when you talked about um, bouncing around and, and, and floating, that was me, yeah. And that was me, you know, when I was playing. Mm-hmm. I'm over here. I'm I'm in a good spot. They love me. I'm playing well. I like my team. Everything, but man, That's- but if I'm over there, mm-hmm. I might be making more. But then I go over there and realize. To you, I was like, I should stay my ass there. Yeah. So you know, but that comes from that comes experience. with experience. But that's why I say all the time, the older guys have to give, give, give because if you have knowledge from those experiences and you don't share them with anybody, wasted. You're no different than everybody else. You're, yeah. You're just full of smoke. You know what I'm saying? So. And then that's important. So exactly right. So part of that where I just said what you know and find out what you want and growing into that, how it affects the people around you. On the flip side, when you go through those things and you learn, now the people that are under you, they have a, a leg to stand on. They stand on your shoulders because now you can share that with them because you figured that out. Now you can pass that. Hove went through that, so you ain't have to, <laughs> right? You know, so so that's the moment of that. And um, take care of that stuff. And then to round it out, we get into um, how environment or culture sets the table for development or maybe not reaching their potential or exceeding it, right? And so... And we look at it in a basketball context. I mean, we literally talked about Bronny before. Yep. Right? Or how for a lot of us in America and places like the DMV, you know, it's a small, small difference between the the top and the cream of the crop. And unless you're just a generational challenge special, it's a small difference. And a lot of times it's the culture and environment, right? Yep. I could easily say that. If I was at a private school, or if you if you were my coach at a private school and we had the private school structure, resources, and the backing, my basketball career would have been different. Been completely, post completely different. Completely different, right? It wouldn't have been like, ah, you can't play pro. Do you want to go do this? But it would have been more like, yeah, pro is definitely an option. It's going to be on the table. Okay, you just got to work a little bit different. Or um, for other places to where there's some kids that overachieved and they overachieved because they had a 
parent or uncle who played 10 years. So if you starting with the blueprint that they have, they're going to switch off, right? Or even if we don't talk about um, basketball, we just talk about life, right? Somebody may grow up in a culture that is pushing them all to be all studies, right? Um, sciences, no creative arts. You're going to be a doctor. You're going to be something like that because that's the only thing that we see, right? But that may be limiting. That may, that may push them away to something else or it may create some type of strife, pushing them to drugs or something because they need an outlet because they couldn't be themselves. But how talk about culture and environment and how as adults we have to be more intentional about creating it. Yeah. As adults, man, you have kids, um, even as coaches, yeah. because you, you want the best for your kids, you want the best for your players, and you want to provide for them. But we get into a situation sometimes where our agenda may not fit that situation. Mm. You know, and so we sometimes we force kids down a path without really giving them a chance to decide what they want to do. Man. You know, and so we have to do a, a, a better job of recognizing what our kid actually wants, what our kid actually needs. You know, everything our kid needs, it needs to be there. We need to be consistent with it. But but we definitely need to make sure we continuously ask what our kid wants. We have to give them different opportunities, give different options for them to make a sound decision in what they want. And we have to monitor that. Mm. You know, we can't, you mentioned before, just going somewhere, drop your kid off, boom. You know, if you're going to pay for something and and spend time with that activity or whatever, you need to know what's going on. You know, and that's why we, you know, I will say this, just going back to the Hoop Mountain, we do a good job of making sure we make contact with parents and we stay engaged with them. And this is not just, oh, Jimmy's coming in for three classes each week. No, we're invested in Jimmy because Jimmy represents us. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's going to help us build the culture here. Yeah. Jimmy's going to help us, um, you know, cultivate the next group of players come through. You know, Jimmy's one day going to be a coach in training. Mm-hmm. You know, Jimmy's going to be a mouthpiece for Hoop Mountain. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's an extension of us. So, th- you know, that's what we have to do, man. You know, the worst thing in the world is forcing somebody into something because you were successful at or you weren't successful and you're living your dreams through them or that's the only thing you know mm. and and that's where we come that's where we get stuck sometimes as older people thinking that we know everything we don't know everything mm. you know and um you know what works best for you you may have a lineage of five generations of lawyers in your family but the sixth generation that may not be them right you know what i'm saying if they and can be successful in something else you mentioned something earlier too they gotta be honest Right, but not too honest. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta spoon feed them. Like, be honest with your, with your kids. Um, create that environment to where you can talk candidly, and also remember, your kids stand on. I say this all the time. They stand on the shoulders of the generation before them. So our, the kids now, although they are seven, eight, and nine. They have at their hands what you did not have at your hands at seven, eight, and nine. So their ability to understand is a little bit different. 
So massage that, work with that, and use that to kind of understand and hold them accountable, right? Because a lot of times we get, we have more expectation than some parents do of their kids because we look at them and see them with some objectively like, yo, this kid, is, he's really, really smart. Yeah. Right. I know that's your baby. You've seen him grow from here, but he's smarter than you think. Right. Very witty. He's un, he's aware of what he's doing. <clears throat> Let's work with that. Enable that. Help him grow into that. But make sure they hold being accountable with it. Right. So you're growing it because what we realized as with Who Mountain, we've been going to a lot of events lately, um, and we realized that you know a lot, a lot. <laughs> Adults, for when it comes to children and creating atmospheres and creating things, adults ruin everything because it's all with decisions about everything. What a kid sees, they had no idea what the other options could have possibly been, right? They just they just take what's in front of them. But us as adults, we have to be more deliberate in giving them a full effort and creating an environment for them that allows them to be able to make a choice without anything lacking. Because it's one thing to say, hey, I'm not going to play basketball. I'm going to go play football. But it's different if you can see basketball fully for what it is, the entire environment, the the sneaker culture, the music, the people on the mic, yeah. the crowd going crazy, the the uh, the fans over there from that side, the fans there from this side, seeing that entire environment, seeing how that goes, and then seeing the entire football environment, and then seeing the entire rugby environment, and then being able to choose based on that yeah. instead of giving a half ass performance for this sport and then giving an even worse one for this one. Right. And then saying, all right, but this one right here is wrapped in gold, so we'll go there, right? Like, we literally dictate all of that. If we give them the option by giving them everything set up, it's like, boom, this is what it's like to really be in that space. This is what it's like, even even if that goes on with a career path. Like, if your kid wants to be an artist or they want to be a sculptor, but you want them to be a doctor, don't take them to the world's most renowned surgeon to watch something and then take them around back to sip and paint. Right, right. <laughs> Let them see the Lord. Let them go see all of that in its fullest so that they can go and make their own choices. Yeah. Right? And so talk about potential. Because think about how many kids don't, or how many players you've ran across that didn't meet their potential on and off the court. Right. Because of the environment then, right? And I, would, I guess we'll, we both would agree accountability is important. Just like that right there is a pillar. It got to be in everything. Right. Always holding each other accountable in those things. Um, you got anything you want to piggyback off of on that? No, I think, I mean, I mean, I think we've been a little long-winded with it. I mean, it, it all boils down to just creating, you know, different opportunities for the kids to to see what's out there. And give them a chance to decide on their own, and um, and once they make some decisions, then we know we push them full, you know, full throttle forward to see how far they can go with it. You know, we support them, but you know, not just forcing them down one path uh, because you know, at a young age, you have no idea what you want to do. Very few kids have an idea of this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, most of them, I don't know. I just want to try it. Yeah, and that's what we run into here because um, that's why. 
you know, because our particular industry is basketball. That's why basketball isn't one of the top sports because they just haven't had a chance to play. Mm -hmm. They haven't had a chance to be exposed to it. So, um, you know, we're changing that, as you see. Um, and now that we're here and, and we've been genuine in terms of our approach, you see that um, some other academies are following suit. And if everybody starts to do that, then we'll change the overall culture yeah. here, um, you know, in one way or the other, and it'll be good for everybody, you mm -hmm. know? And so... Um, and that leads me to the other point. Quitting, right? Holding somebody accountable is also not allowing them to quit because what we do see a lot of is after the honeymoon phase, after you've gotten to the point where, you know, we make basketball so easy, A, B, C, one, two, three at the beginning. And so once you get it quick and we see what level you are and where we think your potential can take you and now we hold you accountable yep. and it's not just fun and games, we have that space to where it's a new space we're creating yeah. and our, their parents haven't created it a lot in different ways. We're pushing you. Yeah. You're feeling uncomfortable. You're feeling like, ah, right, if I don't meet expectations, then I'm in, then I gotta be held accountable. I gotta do push-ups, I gotta run, turnover or something. But it's important to, it's different between not enjoying something because you're being neglected, but not enjoying it because you're not good at it and wanting to quit, we don't want that to become a habit. Right. You know, that's a that's a cultural thing too. It's like, nah, we that's the wrong side of the culture. Right. You don't quit. Yep. You keep learning, you keep pushing. That's the whole reason why we're saying basketball is for everybody. Because yep. you're gonna learn how to get to that brick wall and you're gonna try to use every tool you possibly can to break it down. And one way or another, yeah, you're gonna figure it, it out. Break it down, go over it, go around it, you're gonna figure out a way. Yes, but don't quit. Yep. Um, but, you know, we gave you guys a, a three-part series today. Um, we know that we had to feed the streets because it's been a while. Yep. Um, so we gave you some some good bites. You know how we ended um, quick post-game wrap-up. You know, I know Coach probably got a quick hitter for you guys. So I'll let you go. All right. Um, for me, I'm, you know, we've had a long two weeks um, just basically being in the gym all day which is what we love, but it is exhausting because we are running a business as well and we are understaffed. Um, but I'm going to say pick your battles. Hmm. The reason I say pick your battles is because um, you, it's very rare that you're going to go and win the war in one day. Mm -hmm. So you got to chip away at it until you finally achieve your goal. And so like for us recently, you know, we've, like I said, we've been under a lot of stress um, trying to finish out the year strong and in different fashion compared to what we've done the, the previous years because like coach said now we're at a stage where we're trying to take the next step with most of our players and our teams and so we're trying to get a lot of things in this year before we end um and to start fresh next year because we have a lot in store for our guys a lot of exciting things and so we have to you know day by day take care of one thing, take care of the second thing, take care of the third thing and just chip away at it and, you know, and pick, pick our spots each day, pick our battles and just make sure that we keep everything in perspective that we have one goal in common, that is to win the war. Yeah. And so we just take our time and, and do our best job. And so we don't skip anything. We don't give a, a half-assed effort. Hmm. Yeah, that's a...
man, that's that's big time. Um, for me, I would uh, we want to end it something simple again. Um, don't let your dreams die. You know, there's always uh, a different twist to it. You know, you can rewrite that recipe. You can turn it into something different, but don't let them die. Um, doesn't mean that you have to, if you have a child, then, you know, you try to live your dream through them. But there's always another way, you know, there's always another way to do that. Um, but, yeah, don't let your dreams die and keep pushing. And you guys, you guys know what it is. Uh, BTG Nation, thank you guys for, for being supportive <laughs> for us, for coming in and, and, and commenting and liking and, and sharing and all that good stuff. It's 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 tough every week to come. You know, it's a lot that goes into each Tuesday when we get here and record. But thank you guys for holding it down. Uh, we definitely have at least one more coming for you guys before we end the season. Um, Who Mountain Dubai, Who Mountain DXB, um, Who Mountain AE online. We have some new stuff coming branding wise as well. So we are always working. Um, as you guys know. To end it, keep it real, keep it simple, keep going. Player and coach, the brother, the brother. They both got views that you need to discover. From sports, current events, to just life talk. Whether you on a fast break or a nice walk. Gotta tune in, you already know, G. This BTG Nation and you one of the homies. Just tune in, you already know, G. BTG Nation, the other ones in the nosebleeds.